Inertia. Wednesday. Oh, the hell with it, she says right out loud. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it now, right now. As soon as the light turns green, I'm sick of thinking about doing it. Been thinking about doing it long enough. Long enough. Time to do it and stop thinking about doing it. Everyone thinks about doing it. Everyone thinks about everything. Thinks about thinks about going to Paris. But how many actually go? Not many. Not many. I've been thinking about going to Paris since high school when I saw a picture of the Mona Lisa and found out it hung in the Louvre in the middle of Paris. Thinking and thinking and never doing, never going. Always some excuse. Too busy. Too expensive. Hate to fly. Hate the French. Oh, God. I don't even know anyone who's French. Next year. I'll go next year. Next summer. A dozen summers later, and here I still sit. Everyone thinks about getting a new job, a new boyfriend, a new apartment, new friends, new tastes in clothes and movies and books. Everyone thinks, but no one does. At least I never do. I just think. I never do. The light turns green. She doesn't do it. She first felt blue back in high school. Nothing she or the therapist her parents sent her to could put a finger on it. At least nothing specific, just blue. Not her usual flamboyant wild red. Just blue, just unhappy. Not even unhappy, just not happy. It passed. Thursday. Look at this traffic. Jesus, I'll sit here inching forward for the next half an hour. Another half an hour of my life wasted. And when I finally get to the light, am I going to do it? Am I? Am I? Am I? Probably not. I don't have the guts. But I mean, seriously, can life get any more absurd? What's the point? Get up, wash the body I hate, shampoo the hair I loathe, brush my way too yellow teeth for my days as a covert smoker. Eat a few crumbs of food because I'm totally paranoid of both getting fat and being poisoned by all the lethal chemicals and sugar and everything from strawberries to peanut butter to yogurt. But still, I stop at Starbucks and get one of their gazillion-dollar coffee ripoffs full of fat and sugar and artificial flavors. Sure I do. If I had all the money I've spent at Starbucks, I could retire to Barbados. And do what? Lie on the beach and get skin cancer? It's all just a great big fucking waste of time. Work, friends, boyfriends, work sucks. A third of my life taken up with mindless drudgery, so I can what? Go to the gym after work and work out so I don't get fat? Watch TV? Go to bars and the beach on weekends in the hopes of finding a boyfriend who wasn't a complete loser? I hate bars. I used to love the beach till fear of skin cancer drove me to lather on several coats of SPF 50 and then hide under my Tommy Bahama umbrella. I prefer to not even go, but my friends go, so I go. And if I didn't go, I'd be stuck home alone in my crappy apartment. She finally gets up to the light. Once again, for like at least the 500th time, she says she's going to do it. But when the light turns green, she doesn't do it. In college, she had a few bad patches. Had to drop out once, come home, get some help. This time, she wasn't just blue, but, well, according to the therapist, depressed. Not unusual. 
Lots of college kids get depressed. The work, the stress, the food, the parties, the growing fear of the future. The very real possibility that life has no meaning. That it is all quite meaningless. Living back home with mom and dad, who every day did the same things they'd been doing for 30 years, was even more depressing than being depressed. So after missing a semester, she went back to school, got her degree, found a job and an apartment, took out a big fat car loan to buy her snazzy fire engine red Mazda Miata with a six-speed manual, easily the most daring and rebellious thing she's ever done. Friday. Today. Today I'm going to do it. I'm doing it. If I do it, I won't have to go home after work to my dirty, dusty, cluttered apartment with nothing in the cupboards but pasta and crackers and nothing in the fridge but half and half. My stupid one-bedroom apartment I had to have because I thought I wanted to live alone after living in a house with five other girls for over two years. If I do it, I won't have to drive down to the beach tonight or early tomorrow morning and sit under my umbrella all day, sweltering and wondering if the lymphomas are already growing just below the skin. I won't have to do any of it. But she doesn't do it. She's never going to do it. Wait for the light to turn green and then accelerate at high speed into oncoming traffic blow herself up in a fiery head-on collision. It's just a dream, a fantasy, a way to deal with all the crazy crap swirling around in her head and all the dreary boredom in her life. Instead, she pulls into Starbucks, orders her favorite iced white chocolate mocha with an extra pump of vanilla syrup. She has mastered the art of driving a stick and drinking her drink. That night, at the bar, she meets Dan, tall, dark, and handsome Dan, Dan the Handyman. That's what he tells her his name is, Dan the Handyman. Dan makes her smile, laugh, cackle. He gets a little drunk, tells her he's too drunk to drive home, wants to know if she'll drive him home. She's, of course, a little suspicious, but she asks where he lives, and he tells her. She thinks about it, and after a long pause, she finally says, Okay. He folds himself into the tiny, low-slung passenger seat of the Mayotta. This is like a little toy car, he says. She shifts expertly through the gears. You're good, he says, really good. I've never seen a girl drive a stick before. Oh, God, she says, let's not go there. You could drive Formula One, says Dan, the handyman. They get to his house, a small ranch, VW Jetta in the driveway. He invites her inside. She says, I don't think so. He says, oh, come on, I don't bite. She says, how do I know? Reluctance pounding at her temples, she goes inside. They start to make out on the couch. He pulls her blouse up over her head and tugs off his T-shirt. They start to grind. Suddenly, the overhead light snaps on. Jesus, Dan, who the fuck is this? Startled, she looks up. A woman in silk pajama bottoms and no top stands in the doorway. Well, this is, this is, says Dan, this is, wait, what's your name again? 
They're interested in a three-way. Two girls and Dan. Dan, the handyman. She pulls her blouse back on, says, maybe some other time. No time like the present, says Dan. Driving back to her apartment, racing along the dark, quiet streets, shifting smoothly through the gears like, like Lewis Hamilton, she asks herself, why didn't I do it? I should have just done it. Damn, I never do anything.